is on the East Coast this week, so I'll be doing the recording for the next few days. Uh, right now, I'm at Monterey House with Sunny and some of the other full-time sisters who will be sent out. So we're having a nice time of fellowship and retreat. So today we'll be covering 2 Timothy 2, 1-7. I'm starting with verse 1. Apostle Paul says, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So in the previous chapter, Apostle Paul had talked about how he was in prison, in chains. He knew he was going to die, and all who were in Asia had turned away from the faith. It was such a discouraging and bleak situation. And it's in that context that Apostle Paul says to Timothy, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I was reminded that no matter how discouraging um, life or situation may be, we can always find strength in God's grace. Um, And then Apostle Paul reminds Timothy, what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses. Um, This means that he's not alone, but there are many others who are running this race with him. And so we can also be strengthened first by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and then also knowing that we have others to run this race with. Next, uh, um, in verse 3, Apostle Paul says, Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Um, That means our identity is as a soldier of Christ, and that assumes that we're not in peacetime, but in a spiritual battle. We need to have that clear identity that we're soldiers of Christ and not civilians. Therefore, a no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. Verse 4. I was struck by how the soldier's calling is very personal. It's not just about self-denial, a good cause, or a sense of duty, but he wants to please the one who enlisted him. Similarly, Similarly, as Christians, our sense of calling needs to be very personal, that it is Jesus who has enlisted me, and my aim is to please him, to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, at the end of my life. And that needs to be the main thing that motivates me. We need to keep remembering how amazing it is that Jesus would call a sinner like me and that I could even please God through my obedience. If our motivation for a living Christian life is not personal, then quickly we're going to lose steam or our motivation will go up and down depending on things like our circumstances or our performance in ministry. But when our calling is to please Christ, then we can endure suffering. We can pay costs to serve God when it seems like the rest of the world is just enjoying life. Next, I wanted to talk about verse 4, the civilian pursuits, that no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits. And um, these are not necessarily immoral or sinful things. Um, They can even be blessings in our lives. But if a person is a soldier during wartime, then it would not be appropriate to get entangled in these activities. Uh, For example, leisure time and vacations are not sinful, um, but it would not be appropriate for a soldier to stop in the middle of battle and take a time out. I think uh, civilian pursuits could include um, even time with our kids or time that we could be investing in their education or their future. These are actually blessings in our lives, but they're also things that um, we could easily get entangled in um, investing all kinds of time and money in this pursuit uh, for success and, and then lose sight of the urgent mission at hand. So again, I'm not saying that we should have no leisure time and, and not spend time with our kids, uh, of course, but our main identity as soldiers for Christ in the midst of a fierce spiritual battle needs to be very clear. 
So next I was thinking about the DT question, what do soldiers, athletes, and farmers have in common? Now first they have a clear goal. For the soldier, it is to please his commanding officer. For athletes, it's to win, uh, win the prize, win a trophy or medal. Uh, for farmers, it is to finally reap a harvest. And second, they're all willing to make sacrifices and give up leisure. Um, next, they have an intensity, a focus about what their lives are going to be about. Um, next, they're willing to do hard work day in and day out. And then lastly, it takes time for the results to show. Uh, for the soldier, they need to go through a period of intense training boot camp before going to battle. Uh, for the athlete, there is training and practices um, to prepare for a competition. Um, and then the farmer needs to go out to the field um, to water, to till the soil, cultivate it until the harvest finally comes. So one thing I was challenged by is the importance of hard work and daily faithfulness in Christian life and um, how it takes a long time uh, for the fruit and the results to show. That means that now is the time to build those daily habits and diligence. Um, even basic things like the home, uh, keeping just cleaning, cooking, getting equipped in the Bible and apologetics, and being faithful um, in ministry, um, building warm relationships with our students, even though the results might not show right away. And um, we can also be motivated to please Jesus and to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant one day. All right, that's it. Have a good day.